Okay, so I just checked. Unfortunately, I can't record this and look at the app at the same time, but hopefully you can listen and look at the game at the same time. So uh, let's begin with the basics, which is, um, in my opinion, your heroes and your empire power, or I think it's called kingdom power. When you go at the top of the screen, top in castle, top of your screen, uh, where you have your av avatar, you can tap that and you can look at your stats. So somewhere at the bottom middle side, you will see the the power of your kingdom, which should be like a million-ish for most of the people in the group. Uh, two million-ish and upward. Uh, obviously, I want to get you as high as possible. Um, and then you have all the other stats, which are military. I don't remember the, the, the order. I think it should be military. Then there's grains, the green one. Then there's influence. And then there's gold. They, they might be mixed up or, or something like that. It's probably military, gold, grains, and influence. Yeah, that's it, right? So those are the stats. Those are the numbers that um, characterize your, your empire. Um, in order for you to be successful you will have to prioritize the following. Number one, military. You'll need to have a big dick hero who has as much military power as possible. And then you can have, your stats are military, then influence, then gold, and then grain. You're pretty much gonna have grain all the time. Even if you don't max it, you're gonna get a shit ton of tomes the, that you're going to be able to spam um, on certain heroes and you're going to be able to get grain just fine. Now, for the first time, I am almost 9 million power right now and I am at chapter 88 or 89 in the campaign. Now, for the first time ever, I feel that I need to put some extra points into grain uh, because my influence is much higher than my fortune and uh, the soldiers are basically just eating out of the um, uh, they're eating out of the grain and uh, that's going bad but imagine I'm um, kingdom level halfway level nine um, probably 40 chapters ahead of most people on the server and 9 million uh, power that's when you're going to feel it for the first time so don't worry about it uh, never max grain. You're going to get little tome, grain tomes that you're going to put on either grain specialized heroes or multiple specialized heroes. Now, let's get to the to the hero part. As I was saying, you're going to need a big dick hero with strong military power and Lancelot, which costs, I believe, either five or ten dollars. One of the two. I'm not too sure. But I believe everybody should have Lancelot. Um, everybody is going to have Lancelot. You're going to have Robin as well. You're always looking... Your military hero has to be a five-star hero. Um, because you're going... So if you just throw tomes like a retarded animal on a five-star hero, he's going to be stronger than if you throw the same amount of tomes on a one-star hero. That's it. I know uh, when I f first played the game, the first time, um, I had that motherfucker, Guillaume d'Orange, uh, who is, oh, no challenge is too great for the giant breaker, cocksucker. Um, I maxed him, like, to the brink, 
and uh, it's nothing compared to a maxed out Lancelot. Nothing. Zero. And I'm also going to go a little bit later into why you have Lancelot and why you have those Knights of the Grail. Because um, they can have they can add some features that other that other heroes cannot. Your second best hitter for everybody is going to be Sir Oliver, which is fucking huge. I never expected this, uh, but I remember because I bought Broomhilda and I maxed the fuck out of Broomhilda, and at some point I don't remember exactly, but like a level level one hundred and twenty Broomhilda. With maxed out tomes, I spammed it on, I spammed them on her like an idiot. Um, uh, Sir Oliver was still stronger than her, and I was like, "Fuck, I need to work with Sir Oliver then." Um, so you're gonna have uh, Sir Al Oliver as your second option, which is um, which is your all round hero on which you can spam all kinds of tomes. Um, you can spam fortune on him. You can spam influence, and you can spam uh, you can spam military as well. Although I uh, advise you to first get one strong big dick motherfucker in military, and then you'll be able to focus on Sir Oliver. Um, and you can spam, spam grain on him, and he's a perfect all rounder. He's very strong. Um, you will see that he has that um, that sign with uh, with white. So Sir Oliver, instead, if you look at Lancelot or Guillaume or anybody, you'll see that they have the military, the two swords. Um, Oliver has a white symbol, the white round symbol, which is an indication that that champion is any, you can spam any abilities, uh, any tomes on them, and they will be strong. And you also have uh, heroes like Brumhilda, or if I remember correctly, William the Conqueror, who have a, an orange, no, not an orange, a purple symbol. And they're basically the same thing. Although I feel that white symbol is stronger than a purple symbol. So when you want to max the order of your heroes, it's going to be red first for military. Then you're going to have white. And then you're going to have purple. The only exception in the white category is... Um, Merlin, I believe, because first of all, he's a two-star hero. He's not that strong. Secondly, a maxed-out Merlin is weaker than a maxed-out Sir Oliver. This is just how the game is. So this is for you to avoid. This is for you guys to avoid all the mistakes that I've made because uh, I, I maxed out a couple of heroes completely wrongly, like stupidly, uh, for absolutely no reason. And uh, it cost me... Right now, I'm at... Almost 9 million. I think I could be at 16 million power because I made some mistakes. So this is, this is actually your opportunity to overtake me and I'm going to tell you how. Now, why um, heroes like Lancelot and Sir Oliver? Um, first of all, Lancelot, you can max him a lot harder with the Grails. So I made, if you guys remember, I said in Alliance chat that it's better to buy all the round table, um, all the round table heroes and then max them. Wrong. I fucked up. That was my bad. You can take, instead of taking all the, um, uh, round table heroes, you can just buy grails. You buy Lancelot first with the grails. 
then you scale him with the grails because that's going to give you huge power. I made in one day, I made 2 million power just because I tried that and I was like, whoa, okay, this is much better than the rest. Um, so that's why Lancelot is such an efficient hero. The the grailing scales. So when you're going when you're going to max him first, you max Lancelot. When you go to his attributes, um, and he says like he have whatever he has, you will see in his main menu. You will see uh, two uh, lines pointing up. You tap on those, and you'll see that it's going to ask you. Okay, so you want to max Lancelot, and first you max him from nothing to bronze, then from bronze to silver, then from silver to gold, and you want to do that. And the Grail scale in there because your first max, for example, is going to be from nothing to silver from nothing to bronze, it's going to be 10 grails. Then from bronze to silver, it's going to be 12. Then from silver to gold is going to be 15. So on. So we always add two grails. But if you do that, you're going to be exceptionally strong. You, you do two things to Lancelot. You do this and you put military tomes on him. And you're a fucking machine. Nobody will stop you. Um, you can use them in tournaments as well, and you beat the fuck out of everybody. Absolutely no problem, right? So that's how you do about Lancelot. Now, um, Sir Oliver is a more broad example because, number one, you can throw all the tomes on him. Secondly, he's linked to a maiden. Um, you, I, I think Marion? Marion is the maiden. And if you... Um, increase your intimacy and stuff with uh, Marion, you also make Sir Oliver stronger. So he is the... Uh, in the beginning, you want to throw all sorts of tomes on Oliver except military so that you can boost your stats. Um, and then as you max out your relationship with Marion, then you max... you increase her intimacy and whatnot. You'll see that in Sir Oliver, you're going to get... Um, what do you call it? You're going to get uh, you're gonna get extra stats now. Who are other maidens that you want to prioritize? Um, if for any of you who bought the who bought any sorts of VIP, who put any sorts of money into the game, you probably also have um, uh, what's his name? You probably have Rob Robin, and if you get to VIP number three, I think or four, you're gonna get Evian as well. You want to combine those two. So EVN with Robin, Robin is going to be very weak in the beginning. But once you get EVN and you start maxing him as your third hero or fourth hero or something like that, he gets strong too. Um, right, let me think. Is there anything else about heroes? Yes. And you don't want... So for example, when Sir Oliver is going to get to like 200k stats on everything, 200k... Um, uh, money, 200k grains, 200k influence and whatnot, you want to see where else you can spend your tomes. So wh where else can you get them um, on which other heroes? And obviously you max specialized heroes with the specialized tomes. So whatever that guy's name, the blonde guy you start the game with, uh, who's in the castle, there's a Sir Oliver and there's him. He's specialized on gold. So you can throw gold uh, tomes on him. Uh, there's Serrano, uh, who looks like a like a complete dickhead, but he's exceptional for um, um, uh, he's exceptional for influence. Remember, you will need to max influence a lot. 
And yeah, no, no other examples come to my mind, but you get the gist of it. You're going to get to a point where 300k, it's not going to matter on uh, a hero whether you have 300 or 400k influence. But it, instead, you leave 300k of influence on that hero and you put another 100k on a specialized influence hero, you're going to make more soldiers than you would have made if that first hero had 400 instead of 300. I hope you guys understand this. Um, what else? Tomes. Maybe I should talk about tomes first. Yes, tomes you can farm. Um, you can farm from castles. So when you, as you can see, um, um, when you open your kingdom map, in castle environment, lower right side of the, the screen, you can open kingdom there. You can get castles. Um, you will see that you need to put maidens and um, you need to put maidens and a hero in them. I'm gonna make another chapter about that. But you can farm. You can farm uh, tomes from castles. You can farm tomes in um, what's it called? The feasts and what else? And you can get them. You can get them from. Uh, you get them with a lot as rewards and shit. Um, so that shouldn't be a problem. You'll always have tomes. You'll always have the uh, resources to um, to use. Okay, so we talked about heroes, um, how you level them up. Remember the grail part with... So, uh, yeah, I want to talk about one more element with the grails. Um, you'll get them a lot as rewards. So you'll get... So, for example, if you buy the $10 pack and you get the 10 grails, you can do this every day. It's just one pack. So if you decide to do that, um, you can get, you also get a lot of extra rewards. You go to the cumulative rewards and all that, and you'll get another grail, another two, and so on and so forth. And you keep the grails. You never, in case you get a hero, to, a famed hero token, you'll see what that is. You never move it into an Excalibur. I'll get into when we get to the crafting. I'll tell you why. Uh, but you always get grails so that you have enough. And once you'll see that at some point, Lancelot is going to, you're probably going to have Lancelot at level 280 and gold. And you need 17 grails and you need like 200k to max him to the next level. You're going to want to move to another uh, round table hero. That's when you buy somebody new. Um, that's when you can buy, don't get... I think it's William the Conqueror, but don't get him. Don't max him because on William the Conqueror, you need um, you need some puzzle faces for him. You don't max him with grails. But all the other uh, knights of the round table, you can max with grails. So for example, if you have two guys at gold level with uh, maxed out tomes, you're gonna be you're gonna be twice twice as stronger as I am. So that's going to help you out a lot. Okay, uh, let's make it short. Number one, you need a big dick hero that you need to get military into. Number two, you can max a Sir Oliver with all the other stats. And once Lancelot gets to high enough level, you can put some, um, uh, you can put some military into Sir Oliver as well because he'll be good. And then uh, number three... Um, you're going to need to focus again on military heroes so that you keep your power strong. And number four, all other stats, after you're done with Sir Oliver as well, 
all other stats can be put in specialized hero for specialized uh, for specialized traits. Um, yeah, that's about it on the heroes in Kingdom Power part. I'm going to move to Maidens next. Hey guys, so I wanted to do a comprehensive guide on castles and how you manage your castles because um, I'm not sure if you guys realize yet, but they're, they are the most powerful source of resources um, that we have in the game in the sense that you farm a lot from them. You farm all the resources that you need, so gold, grain, and... Um, and soldiers and on top of that you can do some really good quests in them so um to be completely honest with you like um in order for me to do this episode i had to look at all the names look at the map uh get the castles in order and i got like two pages of um of writing just to make sure that i get all the the right information for you so um, my advice is that if you if you absolutely want to get this right and not have to look at your castles ever again with a few super minor exceptions, uh, grab a piece of paper. And if you can, if you can get Spotify on your PC, get it on your PC and listen to this on your PC while you also have your phone in front of you so that you can, you can look at the castles that I'm telling you and you understand what, what we're doing. So I'm going to give you 15 seconds to do that maybe get set up or you can just put this on pause and slightly wait a bit more uh, before i get um into it so i'll be waiting right now take your time and uh we'll be back really really shortly okay Hopefully by now you got um, everything you need. If you not, if you didn't, just pause it for a second, and uh, once you're ready, let's start. So, first of all, I think I mentioned castles in one of the previous videos, um, uh, podcasts. I'm pretty sure I did, and um, I will repeat a little bit of that. But um, this is my logic and how I did it, and how I'm not. So just to give you a quick sense of the reward that's going to come out of this. Um, you know that I still have max rank. I barely farm anything anymore. Right now, I think I got, got like 40 million gold, about 27 million grain, and uh, 400 million soldiers. And I'm doing probably a couple of campaign quests every day so that I keep up. I farm some tomes, um, I farm feasts, and that's pretty much it. Um, ah, yes, and I make alliance contributions and I still fight in the arena. That's everything that I do. So we're going to sort castles by priority. And by priority, first of all, we're going to talk two types of priorities. Number one, the resources they give you. Number two, the rewards that they give you based on what your goals are. So uh, first, resource priority. Uh, we're going to get soldiers. The, are the castles that give us soldiers are the most interesting than the gold and then grain last. Um, so for soldiers, it's going to be gold shore, silver shore, and Humbermore uh, border. These are the three castles that give us soldiers. Then gold, it's uh, Gilderwood. Southern Southern Boundary, South Dialan, 
and Humbermore Highlands. And then the rest of the castles give, um, give grain. Now, um, why is this order important? Because first, obviously, you, you're always low on soldiers. You, you always have more gold than you have soldiers. That's a fact in this game. So we want to get the soldiers' resources up first. And the way we do it is that you know that in each castle you want a certain type of maiden and a certain type of, um, of hero. In all the castles with soldiers, you it is imperative that you put all the stats that are maidens with the required stats and soldiers with the required and heroes with the required stats. If you don't do that, the castle resources are going to be diminished. So that's why you want you want to get the the um, uh, the box they give you the treasure box and the right amount of soldiers. Uh, the maximum amount of soldiers that they can uh, that they can offer you um, for for the soldiers for the maximum amount of soldiers you'll need the heroes with the the right stats you're gonna see that for a Humbermore border it's gonna be hard because it requires I believe a 350 level uh, hero which I do not have not even I have it's very unlikely that you guys have it yet because it costs a fucking lot. Um, my highest hero is at 290 at the moment, but that's fine. In that castle, you're going to put your highest hero and the more you max him, uh, the better it's go going to be, right? So you want to populate the soldier castles with the right stats and then all, all the other castles, you populate them with, it doesn't matter if they're the right stats, you just want them to generate passive resources for you you'll see that from time to time when you come back into kingdom you have a, a lot of animations with horses on carriages and you tap on them and all those carriages come to your castle right so you want to get get that out of the way and the way this works is that okay in my top um in my top three castles for soldiers i have the right stats that's done what do i need next gold castles okay let's work on getting the right heroes and the right maidens in those castles and then the grain right um let me see i've made some notes here just to make sure you want maidens and heroes with the right stats in gold shore silver shore humbermore border because those are okay the stats are not you can fill the soldier castles with the right okay uh, that that's basically everything that i went through so not nothing new here okay the second prior uh, prioritization book you can see that English is not my main language. Um, second prioritization is uh, on strategic rewards uh, based on what you want, right? So what do you want to max first and what, what your priorities in game? I put alliance first uh, because obviously out of selfish reasons because, yeah, I want the alliance to do well. But at the same time, this is going to get us stronger very fast. So the more we put into the alliance... Um, I'm going to repeat this for you, those of you who don't know. The higher we get, the faster we get higher levels and higher alliance power, the faster we can get our cities. And if we get a city, we can farm uh, gems permanently daily. You get 100 gems for every city that we have. So we have one city, we get 100 gems per day. If we have three, we get 300 per day. Um, and you also get some um, some tomes for gold, grain, and soldiers, but they're not that 
they're not that rewarding. It's the gems that we're actually after and the status, of course. We want to be number one. All right. So for Alliance, um, your best castle is Humbermore Highlands at uh, the top left. It, it's the last castle you're going to get in the game. Why? Because missions uh, in Humbermore give you an advanced Alliance charter. It's that, um, it's that yellow uh, leaflet. Right, so that gives the maximum amount of uh, contribution. It's a thousand two hundred contribution to the alliance. You get, I think, it's like a million gold to farm it. It's cheap as fuck, um, and you don't need to waste your gems when you make alliance contributions. You get that. You get maximum contribution, and you don't spend your gems. So that's the most important. Um, the second castle is South Dylan. Because you have some quests in there that give you uh, a the simple alliance charter. So that's the blue leaflet. That gives only 400 alliance contribution. Uh, use this if you're lower level. Um, and you can do two things with it. You can either make each of these 400 um, contributions. You can make them daily. Or you can wait. You can farm three of these and make a golden one. And you can donate that one. Same, um, the absolute same, uh, same logic. You save your gems and you make uh, as high a contribution as possible. All right, that's for the alliance. Number two, uh, if you want to prioritize feasts, which I do recommend you do. And while we're at this, um, I also want to talk because today I held, um, I'm still holding the largest feast uh, that we had on the server right now. I am looking at, because I got the coronation and I'm in the Hall of Fame right now, in the Hall of Fame, you can see how many um, how many people tap for that daily thing that they give you honor or shit or they, uh, they uh, worship you or some crap like that um, to get gems. And I can see how many I get. So I got 88 people that do that J just today. So let's assume worst case scenario that there are 88 people on the server playing this game, right? I think there are more. There, there are probably more than 100, more or less. But not everybody knows about them, right? So if there are 88 people, um, a large feast can accommodate 50 people. It's huge. It's very big. It's get, like the numbers that I'm getting for the large feast alone, the points that I'm getting for it, are much better than I, um, I got on, um, on small feasts. However, the... The big chicken and the big wine that you need for for large feasts, uh, you can't farm them anywhere. You just get them as rewards or I think you need to pay for them, which, you know, I never recommend doing. Um, and it also a large feast also costs 500 gems, which is a lot if you're not putting money into the game. You know, you can get um, you can get some gems. I'll probably talk in another episode about that. Um but the large feast, yeah, it gives good rewards. But given the fact that there are maybe a hundred people, it's I would literally need half the server to come to the feast. Uh, which I'll see if it happens. If it happens, I'll let you guys know, and maybe we can think about that in the future. But I don't think the cost to reward ratio is that good. You know, yeah, um, the items you can costs a lot, five hundred gems. Um, the items, you can't farm them and you're probably never going to fill it completely. Um, so let's see, we'll, we'll stick to that. On the other side with small feasts, you'll always get them covered. Always. 
you'll always get them covered. Um, I always prioritize giving you guys the points and um, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, I forgot my my train of thought, but anyway, and it costs only 100 gems. So I think that the co cost to reward ratio there is better, right? Now, uh, that out of the way, coming back, feasts. Um, Humbermore Highlands, again, uh, there are quests there that give you a feast invitation. A feast invitation is not, again, you don't have to use your gems, which are only 100, so you're only giving yourself a hundred po feast points, and the person you're you're going to, you're giving a hundred feast points. Ooh, number one, with Humbermore Highlands in the feast invitation, you save your gems, and you also get a thousand points for you and the person you're going to. Good reward. Farm it. Excellent place to go. Um, Humbermore uh, Border is the second castle. Ca uh, quests. There are quests here. They give you meat. Two meat, the rewards are two meat, two wine, and poison. Um, you will see that after you do all the three quests, at the bottom of the screen, you have uh, refresh quests, which you can do for all the castles, right? So you always do three, then refresh, then do them again. Um, I don't recommend poison. Um, you'll need to do the quest anyway, just to be able to reset without paying gems. Um, but I do, don't recommend poisons because, you know, you go to three uh, feasts every day, using poison basically denies you at least a thousand points. So there's not much, uh, there's not much point using them. But you can get meat, two meat and two wine from here as, um, as rewards. Uh, then there's Silvershore Castle. Quests here give you one meat in one white wine as a reward. You can also farm this. Uh, priority number three, arena. So if you go into the arena right now, you can see that I have 2K points and whatnot. Remember, challenge tokens are more important than revenge tokens or any other token for that matter, right? So you always wanna farm the challenge tokens. For this, you have South Dialan. There are quests inside South Dialan that give you a full challenge token. And if you're lower level, there's Gold Shore. And on Gold Shore, all the quests there give you a challenge token um, fragment. You need four fragments to craft a full token. So if you're high level, do South Dialan. If you're lower level, do Gold Shore. If you want to boost yourself with uh, challenge tokens, just farm the both of them because you're going to be able to get a good number out of them. Number four, councils. If you want council coins, there's only Humbermore Highlands, and you can get council uh, council points from here. Again, Mike Oxlong. I remember. I know I repeated this in another episode, but just to remind you again, because I heard you that you were taking points from feasts from buying um, with feast points. You were buying council coins. Never do this. Nobody ever do this. You can farm these. Um, in Humbermore Highlands, no problem. And you get them for free. Uh, number five, tomes. You'll never, there's no, unfortunately, there are no um, castles that give you uh, uh, military tomes. But there is, I think, Agendale or Argendale or something like that. It's uh, right middle, right side of the map. Uh, that gives you all the quests there give you tomes. So that's good shit. 
um, use them. I think they're level two tomes, and they're all the tomes except uh, except military. They're good, remember, for when you throw them on something like Sir Oliver, right? And number six, boss sustain. Now, what is this? You will, if you, and you, everybody will need to prioritize this at some point. Um, you will notice that once you get past level 60, your big dig hero alone is not going to be able to take on the boss at the end of a can in the last castle in every campaign. You won't be able to do that. So you're going to need to farm something that is called um, expedition charters. And um, a castle southern boundary has quests where you can uh, where you can farm expedition charters. Now, what do you do with these? Let's say that you you have a super boss. Your big dig hero takes seventy five percent of their health, and then all the rest of your heroes take it down to ninety five percent. So you're still left with five percent. What do you do? You tap. On the on the circle at the bottom of the screen where there's the avatar of your heroes and you're gonna get a screen with all your heroes the, the greatest one the strongest one I don't I think it's rejuvenate or uh, I don't remember the right term but you tap on that it asks you are you sure yes and you're gonna use an expedition charter and then you're gonna be able to use your big dick hero again um, you'll see that if you progress, when you progress even further in the game, um, you're going to even need to use it twice. Like I've had a couple of situations already when I need to use it twice. Um, so yeah, that's basically it. I think this covers it all for castles. Um, yeah, I got no more notes. So I hope this is good for you. Listen to it from time to time if you, if you need to, like, refresh it. But the point of it is that I want you to get your castles and your information straight so that, number one, you automate them and you always get resources from them. You'll upgrade them over time. You can also upgrade the castles. And some of them are affordable. The ones on the top, top to lower side from on the right side of the map from top to to south they're more or less affordable but you have i think to upgrade humber more highlands costs you like a billion gold or something which is you know you we're probably going to have in months or something like that um so the, the ones that you can the, the ones so if you can upgrade ca um soldier castles in gold castles do it. But again, do it in this order. Soldiers first, then gold, then grain. I have not upgraded any grain castle up until this point. Maybe one or two soldier castles and maybe one gold castle. That's it. Good. That's everything. That's a long episode, but um, it's going to be useful for you guys.